thank you all for tuning in to MWB Married with Benefits, the podcast that helps you understand a little bit more of the lifestyle that you're about to take a journey in. Come on this journey with us as we find different avenues and talk to different people and experiences and stories. We can't wait to hear yours. Thank you for tuning in to MWB. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for coming back yes, to another episode of MWB Married with Benefits. We all know you know what that's about. And as we always say, we're extremely excited to have you here because our favorite subject that we want to talk about is coming up. And you know what that is. Who doesn't love to talk about right? Sex? Let's talk about it, right? It's a natural thing. In today's <laughs> episode, we have someone that we think give you the insight to yes, the fantasy that you all one. wanted to know about and you all wanted to do at some point in your life, <laughs> being an escort, right? So we're going to get directly into that and learning about it and all the aspects that come from it. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and bring our guests up on and have a little fun and learning about yes. this. So, ladies and gentlemen, give a big round of applause for our guest, Tim- Timothy Lagman. Woo! Woo! Look at that big round of applause for you there. <laughs> so, so why don't why don't we start off by having you do an intro and let the listeners and everyone know a little bit about who you are what you do where you're from and then we'll jump into the subject but tell them directly from your voice who are you that's what we want to know yes let's get to know tim yeah (laughs) thank you Thank you very much, uh, Candy and Lion. And thank you to Madison Square Garden here in New York City. Oh my God. Ah! No, um, <laughs> thank you so much for having me on. My name is Tim. I'm host of the Sex and the Tim podcast. And, um, ooh, jingle. <laughs> and I am a certified sex educator with the American College of Sexologists International. I am also a sex coach uh i'm also a pole dancing instructor uh so that's fun i love that i'm also really horny right now um (laughs) (laughs) but uh if in case you're wondering um i got into this profession because before this i was an escort from the ages of 19 to 20, I want to say 23. It's all a blur right now. I'm also gay, so I can't do math. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, the, this is where I am now. <laughs> I guess I'm here awesome. to talk about escorting. Great. Well, great. first off, uh, we got to go to Canada because I want some pole yeah, dancing right. classes. Canada, eh? <laughs> I, I love you that because it. you know one it, it gives you the opportunity to explore whatever side you wanted to have but to the fitness and everything else that comes from it yeah so we're, we're, we'll dive into the escort part but let's talk about a little pole dancing thing here first right <laughs> first thing i need to know <laughs> listeners are wondering right now because i know there's someone who's sitting there listening and saying do you have one in your house <laughs> a pole yes. yes i have three 
Oh my goodness! Three see. holes in the house. Oh, <laughs> oh, we need to put one in our playroom. Uh, listen here, no, because <laughs> we I, have I, a playroom and it has a whole bunch of toys. I think the only thing missing is a pole. Yeah, but I might try it one time and hurt my back, so <laughs> I might get. A little, That's all right. I got you. Oh no, you gotta That's stretch. That's right. I got you. We gotta <laughs> stretch you out, baby. We gotta stretch you out real good. We gotta warm so, you up. Pole so dancing is like anal. You gotta slide it in. You gotta be slowly. Easy. Slow, you gotta breathe. You gotta breathe. Go all the way. So there you go. There you go. So you said you know from you know nineteen up until your early twenties. That's where you started from. So was this more of a decision of yours, or was it something that just landed in your life and you kind of went with it? Did you do any you know research, or you just said, "Hey, this happened, and I'm going with it." Uh, it's a little bit of both. So how it happened was um, I was working for a very famous, popular retail store. I don't want to say the name in case I might get in trouble, but yeah, no the name rhymes with FAP. The FAP. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Nobody knows the what FAP that jeans. word is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so I was working at the FAP. And I was um, working inventory one time. It was like late at night, and I was with another coworker. Her name's Ashley. Uh, at least I think that was her real name. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> and she told me that like uh, when she's not doing retail, she's a pimp, and she has like a team of escorts. And thought that like I would make a good fit because I'm cute. I'm hot. Uh, I'm also like, you know, funny and engaging, which can be a real turn on for a lot of guys. And then I was like, sure, I'll give it a shot. And then, <laughs> uh, started off with like one client who was like, uh, an older woman who just wanted to cuddle, no sex at all. And wow. then it just became like one client after the other. So in a way, it fell onto my lap, but I accepted it coming onto my lap. Yeah. Wow. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm sure I, you I did. So, okay, so my yeah. question is, did you do heterosexual stuff or was it, or what type of clients did you have? So I did have a majority of men, but okay. I also did have women but I should also have like a fine print there to say that <laughs> I didn't have sex with any of the women okay. uh, because most women, they just wanted intimacy and not physical yeah. activity. They really wanted, you know, someone to talk to, someone to take out on, someone to take them out on a date, someone to yeah. listen to their stories and cuddle and like, you know, that really like, that, that soft feeling of like your hair being brushed and just like okay. while you're lying down in their lap is like really nice. But then I got the guys who were like really horny and then they want me <laughs> to fuck them all the way up to the ceiling. Mm. Uh, so, so you guys yeah, I, I did have a mix, but when it comes to physical stuff, it was mostly guys. Okay. Yeah. So you got the best of both worlds then. Definitely get the understand that. The intimacy and <laughs> just the fucking. Yeah. And so <laughs> now the, mm -hmm. for, for anyone who's listening and they may be thinking about this or they, they have just gotten into it, let's talk about some safety features in which you kind of thought to yourself, 
and you can maybe pass down to someone who's listening who might begin this what kind of safety you know uh, precautions anything or would you say to someone who's thinking about getting into this yeah because we live in vegas so it's yeah. it's very mm. common here. uh oh uh is sex work <laughs> a very common thing in vegas yeah yeah, it's you know like they, yeah. they have it brothels. Is. They have yes. brothels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, sex is very common. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So, uh, as a sex worker, first and foremost, you do have to prioritize your own safety beyond anything else. So that means having to learn about like what red flags are in a client. You know, if they start. Um, offering you more money so that you can do this and it's like um, I'm not a vending machine bro uh, <laughs> yeah so that's one thing um, also like learning how to protect your own physical safety doesn't hurt to take a self-defense class every now and then um, and then there's also sexual health safety get tested every like week or so well not week you know have to test every week but like you know whatever your medical provider recommends is as long as you're like sexually active i personally say like every month just in case yeah but um yeah uh sexual health safety is important your mental health safety as well mm -hmm. uh like civil and if affordable uh, you can find a therapist or a, a social worker someone to help keep you grounded because sex work and especially with escorting it does take out so much of your mental energy mm -hmm. because you're giving them an experience you're giving them like yeah. a, the whole fantasy yeah. and you're basically like acting for however long your shift is huh. so yeah just yeah. think about it like keep in mind yeah i i, I assume mm -hmm. that because you're giving and giving and giving that you're not getting 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 so mm -hmm you're depleting mm -hmm. yourself and so you you run empty and so you don't know mm -hmm. yeah. you know how to point. take care of yourself so that's a very interesting i didn't even look at it that yeah. way and, and I, that's definitely interesting I, and i appreciate you for you know saying that because especially nowadays mental health is <laughs> it's very you know and i'm so glad that it, it it can be better but i'm so glad that it's more acceptable now to to say, hey, I need some help. Yeah. Right? I need someone to talk to. Yeah. Whereas in the past, you'd be shunned or looked at differently. So I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we're very much for the positive and um, educational portion of sex work and sex talk. But we love the fact that we can talk about it to, to destigmatize what people think about it, right? Because we were in Amsterdam and uh, we tell the story often, right? And hey, hot. Yes, the red, red light, light district. district. Yes, we absolutely so, loved it. Yeah, we're, we're going to ask you another question, but quick, funny story, short on this. <laughs> we were searching for the red light district and we saw these um, people who were uh, native there and they had these yellow jackets on, like for the tourists. So we asked them, where's the red light district? They laughed first thing they did is start laughing yeah. at us oh you tourists right <laughs> so they pointed that this direction they told us to go down make a left or whatever and you'll be you'll see a big church and you're there so it was like in the center of a church kind of a thing <laughs> and yes. it, we didn't even see it till it got dark and then we right. saw all the red lights down the yeah. alleyways and we're like oh and people shit, are open this about is where it it's at. we're and, like we yeah. walked past everything we searched for it for 
25, 35 hours pretty much. But we were in it, but you don't wow. see it until it's yeah. night. It's amazing. Then the whole city turns into it and all of the stores and stuff turn their lights red. And it, so yeah. And, and these these women and men, they stand out the, win- at the windows, the windows yeah. and wait for someone to come up there. They say, what do you want? Then they open the window. They let them in. And you can close, close the, the curtains curtain, and stuff. And they so. do their thing. Yeah. And it's legal. Right. Like they get tested. Everything. That's like it's so legal. And, and every like there was a sex store. Every a like, coffee three, store. Walk, three or a steps, coffee shop. A bar. And a weed shop. And a weed shop. That's yeah. all there was ev- like just everywhere. So you got to. <laughs> it was That's all you need. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally all you need. Coffee, the, weed, and sex. And yeah. it was the best experience we've ever had. Right. And I and I, I brought that story up because like, well, one, the the uh for the other cultures over there, it's so accepted yes. and it's so positive so open. that it's not looked and down upon kind of like in the states over here. And w- so what what do you think could be some ways that some people could work towards, you know, to open destigmatizing it, right, and getting that out? Talking what are your thoughts about, about it? it and just bringing it out more? Um, get the fuck over it. <laughs> no, yeah, um, basically, right? Yeah. Uh, right. They do it behind uh, the, closed the doors. Is get the why, fuck over why it. Why not do it out in the yeah. open? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, but you know, the short answer is, you know, get, get the hell over it, build a bridge and get over it. But the slightly more wholesome answer would be to accept the fact that sex is such a normal part of human nature that it's been around. It's because of sex that we're here in the first place that the human race is here. So you might as well like accept that it's a fact of life and it's not going to go anywhere. And <laughs> we're all just like, we're human. We're yes. trying to connect in the most carnal, natural way. And also yeah. that sex is just this really nice and beautiful thing for us to uh, share, to create. It's something right. that we can call for ourselves. And once you learn to accept your own sexuality you can start to branch out and learn about other ways of sexual expression and orientations and identities and it's just so beautiful when you bottle it down to like this beautiful and wholesome moment between two or three or four or however many people are there in the bedroom (laughs) (laughs) or ten yeah five on a tuesday night for me (laughs) <laughs> and it's just like this it, 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 you you look at it as a way that's like this universal language of connection and and love and uh intimacy because like i was in an orgy with other people who didn't speak english i was the only english speaker there and we were still fucking anyway oh, so right, we right. all understood well, I don't each think other you have to use so... words anyway so <laughs> exactly. you just signal so, yeah. hey, come here <laughs> yeah yes no, no. <laughs> right that's it exactly. like scuba diving so yeah uh, so yeah a, a, a everybody question, knows this uh, a question <laughs> i have for you then um within coming through the escort portion and being involved in that do you feel or what tips can you give out 
looked at how to separate it from your that portion of your life and you know into your uh, real life in a sense and does it affect you in your relationships right how do you speak to someone about that and mm. yeah right that, that dropping it so that way you don't end up getting emotional damage right you know <laughs> <laughs> yep uh yeah that's that's a very common uh topic when it comes to sex work it's like um where are you drawing the lines between your life as a sex worker and your life as a person and the fact of the matter is that it's work and work is part of your life and there are going to be times when they intersect and it's up to the individual sex worker to draw their own personal boundaries where they they like don't cross so for example i never used my real name when i was mm -hmm. a sex worker yes. i would because when i when i use my escorting name i would automatically go into like this sort of alias this sort of like you know you know how like, like batman sasha, is bruce like wayne sasha and superman fierce. clark Kent. yeah yeah the alter ego kind of yeah sasha fierce and beyonce exactly yes. i go into my alter ego so that what when they're calling me by my escorting name i'm always in that mentality like i'm still at work and i'm still doing this and then when the job is done i go back into my real name and it's like okay so this is how i am now i'm no longer selling a fantasy and then this is my real life and it's it does become a bit of an issue when it comes to dating and having relationships as a sex worker because of the stigma of sex work yeah. uh like you know clients can like uh fall in love with you or right. whatever and then there's also the whole seeing sex as a shameful thing and honestly if your partner doesn't or your potential partner whatever they don't accept the fact that you're a sex worker then they're not meant for you <laughs> sorry yeah. about it right yeah like this is <clears throat> this is a job this yeah. is work this is a livelihood and it's it's a necessary part of life like some people they don't know how to express themselves sexually so they need to hire a sex worker and you know what, what i tell sex workers is that if there are people out there that are crossing your boundaries or shaming you in any way whatsoever, then you don't need those people in your life anymore. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Next. Yeah. Thank you. Right? you next. I think there's a song. And, and I would tell them also make sure that you at least probably every year raise your rates at least 15 to 20 percent you know what I'm saying so you can stay with the economy, you know <laughs> cost of living adjustment yes. the market rate there's yep, a recession exactly. going right? on here also, there you go. <laughs> also like if you do a little bit of digging into your client and see how much they earn you can be like oh a thousand dollars an hour please there you go there yeah. you go so, it's called there's, facebook um, there there's a movie yep. that um, I'm going to recommend and I, I'm pretty sure right now she's, she's probably thinking about it. I wish we had like a board where we could write it down and turn <laughs> it around at the same time. Right. But I would highly recommend this movie just, just to even watch. And uh, it's on Netflix. So Netflix, Pretty if you're woman. listening to this, uh, give us a little portion of that check, please. You know what I'm saying? Message. Message. Right? It's called Sense8. Oh, if you have, have not you seen, seen it, have you seen that, that movie? Show? You seen it? 
I've made it to that show. Like, it's so fucking hot. Uh, my okay. favorite character is Leto. Leto. Yes, that's my boy. <laughs> oh, yes. Miguel Angel Silvestre. If you ever hear this, oh my God, te amo mucho. That's one of our favorites. Um, that's like, one of our favorites. Like, it's on our top. My 10. favorite scenes is when they have like those psychic orgies when they're all in like the yes! same kind of mess of we, bodies. And, and it's so free so and they're just, everybody's touching everyone and there's no judgment. There's yeah. no, you know, and that's what we like. I, just like one of my favorite it. facts about Sense8 is that the makers of Sense8 are the same people who made The Matrix. What? I oh, did not know oh, that. Did yeah. not See, know that. look yeah. at that. It, this shows educational so, and also teaches you so new if, things, people. If you don't, te- if you don't <laughs> learn <laughs> one thing a day, then yeah. you're not living. Because, right. <laughs> because if you really look at the Matrix, it is like, uh, it's it's a trans narrative, you know, about yeah. like how you. I didn't even think of it you know, like when that. You take a yeah. pill, you wake up. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, that is so crazy. Right? That is Broken. awesome. It's like, it's like information. <laughs> right? Give it up, give it up. Party Makes me time. like it even more now. Yeah. And so we, we appreciate that. And, and and I was just kind of thinking when you, when you were speaking about this, and I, I love the fact that you're so open about it. Right? Yeah. Because that gives anyone else out there who's listening to this the idea to know that, hey, be you. Be who you are. The world is not going to accept you for whatever. There's yeah. going to be one half that don't accept you if you're straight, one half that don't accept you if you're gay, one half... Forget all of that, Fuck right? Them. Be, be who you are. And I absolutely love... Uh, the way you're saying yeah, it. Because absolutely. life is too you're short to worry about what other people are you. thinking about. Yes. Yeah. Like, it, life is way too know? short. Right. Absolutely it is. When you meet someone like that, walk up to him and say... Hello, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, tell him. Say, hello, motherfucker. Hello, motherfucker. <laughs> Want to fuck me? <laughs> so, Let's go. And, um, um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think... Would you, do you have something else? Yeah, you, I actually wanted to touch on some of your um, sex coaching. What uh, made you get into uh, doing that and pursuing those type of careers? Uh, it all started when I was in New York helping out my friend. We were at a Starbucks and then out of nowhere, <laughs> as she's sipping on her venti frappuccino, is she this asked the same, me, hey, is this... Tim, how do I have anal? <laughs> is this the same Ashley that was your pimp? <laughs> no, no, no. This is another. Oh, okay. <clears throat> this is another friend of mine. Uh, th- this was actually after I- I've escorted. Uh, and okay. I'm like in the middle of trying to find like a career change, so I was in New York, and then you know my friend just asked me out of nowhere, "Hey Tim, you're gay. What do you know about anal?" And I'm like, "Huh." <laughs> It's a little homophobic, but also true. I understand. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, you know, I, what started off as like one question became like a, a very impassioned lecture about anal and sexual health and how to take care of yourself. And that that one question kind of like lit a fire under my ass. I got mm-hmm. so much joy out of giving one person a very helpful information that could eventually help her in the bedroom. And then word of mouth caught on. And it was like one person after another. I started working at bachelorettes and oh. birthday parties. And right. eventually my name was being spread around like COVID. And <laughs> here I am now. <laughs> yeah. I it, they, love it. Someone asked me that question. They go, hey, Lion, can you tell us about anal? I'm, my response is like, 
<laughs> no, your next response should be your next response should be go to my buddy Tim. He'll fill there you in. Right? Yes, there you go, right? There you go. Absolutely. Like, we have a guy for you. Yes, like, hold on. Tell, say Tim, tell him say, another one. Get another one, Tim. <laughs> Let him know, right? No, and, and that's great, but we, we love that because you know, I I think about it and I always say, like, life isn't we don't have a manual. Right, to teach yeah. us step by step and sometimes we need coaching and, and, and you know we love the fact when there's people who say you know what i don't know how to romance or i don't know how to do this sometimes we need coaching we need someone we need to guidance. say hey yeah, let me show you let me you know let go of that mindset of yours and so yeah. what are some aspects of your coaching that let's say if you were to bottle it down to maybe one or two things that you really love about helping someone what are a couple of things that you really love about helping someone like that one of my favorite things about coaching is when I see the gears in their head, they start to click mm. and they have that like sort of aha moment. And then mm. it's like, oh, I never thought of doing it like that. So, for example, I, I help with a lot of like intimacy issues and how to communicate your, your vulnerabilities and your insecurities more efficiently with your partner. And rather than saying you don't do the dishes enough. I would help them rephrase that to say, I feel neglected when you don't do what you say you're going to do. Mm -hmm. And that makes me feel very sad. I was hoping if we can talk about that. Yeah. So there's no accusation or anything there. It's really like, I want to work together to help solve this problem. So like, if I can pick only one thing, that would be my most favorite. It's like, when the gears start to click and then all their problems are like, Oh my God, I never thought of it this way. I never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they call me back and say, you stopped our divorce from happening. We owe you so much. I'm like, <laughs> well, give me a tip. Give me a tip. All in the day's work. I love that because, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we talk about in the world and say, couple of the biggest things for divorces or people splitting up money and in sexual you know energy right but i also think it's because like you said just now we don't mm -hmm. know how to communicate in a more effective way to, to let our partner know um, what we're wanting or what we need from them and one of the small things that mm -hmm. i always say because i've always heard and sometimes we have to retrain our brain to think people always say um, communication is the biggest part to a relationship right they say it's a uh, the healthiest or biggest part and i disagree with that i say understanding is the biggest part because we can communicate all day but if you don't understand where i'm coming from or understand what i'm trying to convey to you then there's no good i communicated with you but if you're not saying oh i get it now by me doing the dishes it makes you feel such and such way. So that's a really great point yeah, you just brought up there. Absolutely. And I, and I love that right there. So mm -hmm. um, where can people reach out to find you who are listening right now? So matter of fact, before you even say that, ladies and gentlemen, if you're driving, pull over, grab a pen, uh, get your notes, put this information in your phone so you can reach out. Maybe uh, you're not in this area, but maybe you can you know, communicate via Zoom or whatever feature you have. Where can people reach out and find you and uh, get some more information and in touch with you? Sure. So uh, uh, first, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, and, thank you. And uh, if people want to hear more of this ridiculous bullshit that's coming out of my mouth, 
Uh, you can listen to <laughs> Sex Ed with Tim on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever. Uh, there's also my website, sexedwithtim.com, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter at sexedwithtim. Love it. Love, love it. it. Yes, love it. And I love I, it. And I just want to say, you know, a fun fact here. Oh, okay. I didn't know because we were exploring with toys and stuff, just reading up on them and stuff like that because we're going to do a review on them, which I can't wait for. But I did not know that men's uh what is it g spot g spot is in the anal it's in the anus yeah i did mm -hmm. not know that. it's our prostate and yes yeah. and it's right mm -hmm. behind it and so i did not know that and so i mm -hmm. like love that men also have it's g the spots, best. not just it's women the best so just fyi that. it's a fun fact right and <laughs> and, and gentlemen uh, a little you know coming you guys from can have a, orgasms too yeah and, and i tell you guys coming from a masculine man a, a guy who is a marine who retired and blah 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 and all that good stuff there is nothing uh that to, to make you feel ashamed of if you feel that way that you can't practice anal with your partner yeah absolutely with your spouse with your whomever you you're with right uh read because up. guess what you're still fucking your girl you're still yes. fucking your wife yes. whoever it is right be open to it read on it learn try it it may not be for you but don't don't look at someone else and be like oh i can't believe you do that yeah and you've never attempted it and everybody's different yeah and the way that they will like it or see mm -hmm. it or watch it you know, bisexual, even if you're bisexual, you're married, but you like to fuck men like, oh, well, like, that's your thing. Like, yeah. let's, you know, let's yeah. live it out. <laughs> you know, like, let's, let's watch it. I just love playing it because right. we're fucking it, right? <laughs> I want to drop another fun fact for your listeners, men. Let's yes, you can actually be, you can be multi-orgasmic. You are able to have multiple orgasms, just like the girls. See, oh, look at that. Now, yeah. now, now, tell all, us a tip, how? Yeah, tell all, us a tip. All the guys are gonna be like, tip. I need to learn that. I need to learn that. Just yep. a tip. Uh, a tip on how to be multi-orgasmic. Uh, I don't know if your listeners know edging. Uh, it's when you're masturbating and just before you hit the tip of orgasm, back off. Let it down. Just don't touch it. Relax everything. Focus on your breathing. And then when you're back into like, okay, I'm far away from the orgasm. Go again. And then do it as many times as you possibly can. And then you're going to see like your orgasmic waves go, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Uh, Jesus Lord I'm telling you I, I've tried it but for me it always ends up like we, we'll be going I'll be like okay babe stop don't move right because I don't want to come right and then one slight move I'm like oh too late <laughs> yeah exactly it takes like, a lot of willpower it takes a lot of willpower oh yeah man. a lot of and concentration I'm a lot sure of, yeah. a lot of uh, kegels and squeezing your, your, your pelvic muscles yes yeah because you guys can coming do from a multi-orgasmic we man. do kegels yeah. to yep. tighten it up you guys can do kegels too yeah absolutely yeah. love it man. because when you do your kegels properly you can actually hold in your ejaculation allowing you to have more orgasms 
There you go. Another fun fact. Look at that. We're, We're full it, of right? fun facts right now. I love it. On it, on it. So, yeah, so we, we, we really appreciate you for coming yes, on and, and sharing this so knowledge. Thank you so much, Timothy. Uh, we appreciate you. For everyone out there. I enjoyed talking so, with you so much. Yeah. I was so excited for this show today. Thank you. Yeah, she was. She's kept messaging. Like, hey, is it it's almost I was time. too. You guys are the best. So no, you're the gonna, best. We're uh, going to go ahead and, you know, get some of these sponsors and get them going. So hang, hang with us for just one second while we go ahead and end the show. We appreciate it. And so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we just want to say thank you to all of you yes, for taking a moment you. and listening to another episode of M. And go listen to Timothy. Yes. Listen to his podcast. Get information. It's awesome. We follow. Yes. So let's see. Let me see if I get this right one. Here, Fuck see. this shit. I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit. I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> nope. Out. Out. Shit, I'm out. All right, out. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'm gonna get the fuck up out of here. Shit, I'm out. out. Woo! So, yes. ladies and gentlemen, until I think we you're swing again. again.